Hello, baseball we, <laughs> we are live. So right before we got started today, uh, I was talking to Jacqueline about this tweet that I saw earlier today, this morning. It was like, yeah, it was like at literally almost nine o'clock this morning. And it was a tweet from Dallas Clifford. He's the president of the Utah Tech Stampede student section. So he goes, he's at Utah Tech. Anyway, so, which is Dixie State, by the way, if those out there that aren't. Yeah, so Dixie State is obviously uh, transitioning to Utah Tech. Okay, anyway, so this is what he said this morning. He goes, whack fans, parentheses, on Twitter, observations. So these are the observation, I'm assuming, from his point of view, right? (laughs) He said, Seattle, meaning Seattle U, uh, it's Kyle and members of their program. So that's who he observes. New Mexico State. This one cracks me up. And it's New Mexico State. Like, I know it's New Mexico State. You annoying people out there. Jesus. Um, Hate when things aren't done their way. He said it, not me. He said it, not me. Uh, Same Houston. At catfans.com and Savion Flag. There you go. Uh, UVU. Kyle and only Kyle. (laughs) Which is fast. Uh, SFA, follow Pardon Me, Alex, and you'll understand. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, And then he said, ACU, probably the nicest fans in the conference. I guess. Okay. Uh, Tarleton thinks they got the natty locked up. Yeah. Dixie State, Utah U, obviously it's me, say what you will. That was him. And then GCU, CBU, Chicago State, UTRGV, UTRGV, and Lamar haven't made it to my feed yet. And then he said, it's all love. We've got a great community building for our conference. I just, I just it was <laughs> for sure. It's, I mean, it, it was just a really good tweet this morning. I was like going to work this morning and I saw that and I was like, this is a great tweet. Great. Yeah, I like it. Great tweet. And how about the ladies last night? Um, Came back and had a blowout. Literally. So good. So, God, they're just so good. That second half from them was just wild. Loved it. Love it. Love to see it. it. Beautiful. Beautiful. I know, right? Love to see it. Um, Also, one other really random sport note. Um, Our eSports team. Totally didn't know we had an esports team. I didn't know um, either. Yeah, so they just won over Texas A&M University San Antonio. Um, their varsity Overwatch team won 3-0. So good job, Lumberjack Esports. Again, didn't know that was a thing. Did not. So here we here we are in the 21st century with esports. That's fun. And it's fun, completely. Love it. Great. Wonderful. Beautiful here for it all. Anyway, so those were my small little noticeable things that were on the Twitter sphere this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, man, second whack after dark game. Still don't I, like the late start. Still don't like it. I know, but you know what? It's all good. So, hey, you know what? Better late than never. Let's talk about it. Let's get started. Oh, <gasps> oh,
Oh, man. Yeah, and you know what? Like I said, I'm used to the whole West Coast game schedule because of the Astros. It doesn't make it any easier, though. It really doesn't. But at least this was on a Saturday, and I was watching the game with my um, with my brother and his wife, so my sister-in-law, and uh, two of my brother's good friends that always come over to his man cave slash bar, neighborhood bar, in his garage. Um I'm still waiting for the day that I get to attend something at the at the man cave. Can I just tell you this right now? Every time I come home, like, well, I go home, I go see my brother. All of his friends, the first, they, they don't give a shit about me. They just want to meet you. And I'm just like, first of all, all of you could be her older brother slash dad. So <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to calm the frick down or she isn't coming within a hundred feet of this fucking garage. <laughs> Every time it's just, it cracks me up. I'm like, I need you guys to just pump the brakes here. Oh, no, I know, I know what it is. My brother hated it in high school and college when his friends tried to hang out with me. Did not like that at all. Yeah. And I'm not concerned about you because obviously you can hold your own. I literally told all of them. I was like, listen, fellas, if you think that when she comes to visit that you're just going to like walk all over, you just got another thing coming because <laughs> she can hold her own. Like she's going to serve it right back to you. Just so you know. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, no, they, they all, every time I, I go see my brother, they're like, where's Jacqueline? Pardon me. Where's Jacqueline? I'm like, you all to stop. <laughs> they're they're really funny though. They're a funny group of guys. They're they're ridiculous. But yeah, man cave slash Mike's bar. It's the most hopping spot in uh Trace Creek. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make it happen sometime. <sighs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> so so yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so Jack's After Dark is rough. It's obviously not going to change because we're in the whack now and we have all these West Coast teams. And so it's it's not going to get any different. It's not going to get any easier. So I guess we're just going to have to, you know. This is where we are. Carry on. I know we wanted to be in, you know, we wanted to move up and play some big boy basketball. Here we are playing big boy basketball. And what a game this was. What a What a game this was. It was a nail biter from start to finish, I feel like, because I mean, and we'll go over the stats obviously in a second, but it was, I mean, holy moly, the score changed, the lead changed nine times back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, especially towards the end there. It was just getting nerve wracking. So yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about their background and history though. So go ahead. All right. Uh, California Baptist, which we've been, I think, corrected on Twitter, whatever. They've made a correction on Twitter saying, do not call them Cal Baptist. It's either California Baptist or what? Or something CBU? Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So not yeah. Cal Baptist. If we, if we have ever said that, we apologize. But here's the thing. I don't, I don't think we've ever said that. I don't think so either, but we'll make it known now because we know we hate it when people get our name wrong uh got more of those coming but anyway hmm. 
right. Uh, so California Baptist University, California Baptist, CBU, is a private Christian university in Riverside, California. It was founded in 1950 as California Baptist College. Um, it's affiliated with the California Southern Baptist Convention. Um, we have never played California before, and they were two and five in whack play going into the game. And boy, they didn't play like it. They played like they were on, you know, like they played like this was the last game, like their like their asses were on fire or so, you know what I mean? Something they were they were they were playing us hard. They came hard. Out yeah, so we had our normal lineup, uh, same as last game, Gavin, David, Calvin, Trell, and Nigel. We did win 81 to 77. Their attendance was 4,311. What was it? 4,311. 4,000? What what it said. Wow. I guess it just didn't, I mean, maybe, the, maybe just the, the angle of the camera just didn't look like that. I mean, it looked full, but I didn't, didn't, I guess to me look that full. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 Why not? Why, why, you know, <laughs> not why, why not? Right. So yeah, it was, it was a decent game. Um, we needed that win so badly. I really think that that, Hopefully, again, fingers crossed that that momentum is going to be, you know, coming home with them and we'll be there on Thursday night. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. We shall see. Uh, but, yeah, going into WAC standings currently. Oh, wait, hold on. I would. I was doing some research before the game so or before the podcast, so my screen's messed up. Okay, here we go. So, uh, currently, the WAC standings haven't changed too terribly much, but – uh, the one team that's been consistently at the top has been Seattle U. They are, they're, they're good. They're good. Um, they have probably their two biggest competitions or two biggest games competitions coming up this coming week. Uh, they're playing GCU and New Mexico State this week. So we'll see how it goes after that, after those games are over. Um, you know, the, their their 8-0 start in conference may get shattered this coming weekend, Thursday and Saturday. Um, but, yeah, so they're they're still at the top at 8-0 with a nine-game win streak. New Mexico State is second at 6-1. Sam Houston at 8-2. Utah Valley 5-3. Grand Canyon 4-3. Then you have us at 5-4. and four. Um Grand Canyon still has only played 19 games. Obviously, they had a couple games canceled. They're the only team in the conference that has not played 20 games, at least. Everyone else has played at least 20 or more games. So, very interesting that they're they're multiple games behind. So, just something to think about. I don't know if that's going to be factored and or considered into the um, – in, into hey. the tournament in any way. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, then you have Abilene Christian at five and five. Uh, then you have Dixie state four and four Tarleton at five and five as well. Uh, not hundred percent sure why they aren't above Dixie state. Um, oh, the only reason is because Dixie state has one more overall. That's why they're ahead. Okay. Tarleton. Tarleton is five and five. California Baptist two and six, as same as Chicago State two and six. 
Um, UT Rio Grande one and eight and Lamar at zero and eight. And there was a reason why Kyle at, at Wax Boots Wax Boots. What am I from Canada? There's a reason why Kyle uh, tweeted earlier saying that the UTRGV and the Lamar game are probably the is probably the biggest game of, of the week, um, and it's mainly because of of that reason because they are literally one and eight and zero oh and eight, and so it's it's a it's almost a, a battle and a race to see who is the one team that's going to be left out of Vegas. To be fair. Because there's two two teams that are not eligible for Vegas, and I believe that's Tarleton and Utah Valley. Or yeah, either it's either Tarleton or Utah that I can't I do not remember. There's two teams. Tarleton for sure is one. Um don't know the other specifically. But yeah. Anyway, so that's what it, the current standings are. That is Lamar game is going to be very, very interesting. I do feel for Lamar because they've had many, many issues all throughout the semester semester season uh, with COVID and injuries. And so, I mean, they're just, they're, they're struggling and, you know, I, I do feel bad for them because I do think that they could have a really, really good team if they were just healthy, but anyway, it's going to happen. And I, unfortunately, that's just how the cookie crumbles, I guess. So uh, cat fans would like to know, SFA, follow part me, Alex, and you'll understand what's that mean. I, I'm, we're, we're hoping that it's a positive thing, to be fair. I mean, it's all subjective. Listen, we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Not trying to be. No, never wanted to be. Honestly, I prefer to, for some hate. We didn't start this podcast to be everybody's favorite we just didn't it's just we started it for us and we started it for started it for us. Fuck it. We started it for us. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So Jacqueline, take it away, baby girl. All right. Sean Kennedy, your stat section, uh, field goal percentage. We were up to 49.2%, which makes me really happy. Um, yeah. The three point percentage is 28.6. Our free throws were 82.6. Yeah. I really wanted to go back and see if that was our highest of the season. I'm sure it is. I'm positive it is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I heard it. I had already went back and looked at all of our season, all of our games throughout the season for another stat. And I should have just looked at both, but I didn't. But yeah, I'm I'm sure it is too. Yeah, I'm I'm positive it is. And I I do want to take a moment to give a few shout-outs on individual free throws on this game that attributed to that. Because first of all, we know Gavin has struggled with free throws some in the past. Mm-hmm. Nine for nine. Um, yeah. Let's see. David was one of one. Nigel was three of four. Trell was two for two. Jalen was one for two. Nana was two for two. Diego was one of two. So, yeah. we, we so, made- I, I Yeah, Gavin was – Oh, and that's part of my piece of strength, so I'll hold on to that. But yeah. Um, let's see, where was I? Points in the paint, 56. Holy balls. I think that's, that's the highest of the season. Well, pause on that. I, I looked it up. Okay. Yeah. Are you 
you ready to tell? Oh, I can say it now. I can say it now. Yeah, yeah. So I looked it up and uh, out of all the games we played this season, technically it's the second highest. Our first highest was against Wiley College and we scored 62 points in the paint. Um, but that's not a D1 school. So technically that is our highest. If you want to count D1 schools, our second highest is 54 versus Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. What was our highest free throw percentage? Did you look at that or? I didn't. That's what I was saying. Like I wished when I was looking up every single game for that, that I would have looked at free throws, but I didn't. I wasn't about to go through all the dang blocks again. So I was like, I'll, I'll, we'll just have to assume that it's the highest. I'm sure it is. Um, points off turnovers, we had 22, second chance points, 10, fast break points, 18, much better, Way better. 15, um, total rebounds, we had 35, which we out-rebounded them by six, we had 15 offensive and 20 defensive, um, we did have 26 fouls, which was a little bit up, um, mm-hmm. and it was five more than them, um, we had 17 turnovers, a little higher than I like, but exact same number of turnovers they had. I was going to say we were we were neck and neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 steals. That, that's one of our highest of the season, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, four blocks. So our game leaders uh, blowing it out of the water. I know they said this was his season high, but I feel like it's probably his career high as well. Could be wrong, but I think it is. Uh, Gavin with 37 points, five rebounds, and two assists. Um, Calvin with 12 points, four rebounds, three blocks, and two steals. Um, David with 10 points, one rebound, two assists, two steals. And Day with eight points, 12 rebounds, one assist, and two steals. Day almost got a double double there, man. So close. He did. I almost, I was going to about to, about to say that a second ago. He, he, Almost got a double double. I was, I had, I had, I had figured during the game, I was like, man, he is so close to a double double. Like he's playing lights out right now, and I was really hoping he would get it. But obviously, when I checked the stats, it wasn't there. But so close, so close, so good. I know. I mean, this game was wild, man. I cannot wait to talk more about the positives and a few of the negatives. But yeah, just wild game. Uh, but quickly, this is what I did with my pre-podcast time um, mm-hmm. when I got home from work today other than, you know, getting into my comfy clothes, is I wanted to check and see, because we talked about this a few times a couple episodes ago, and I think the last episode, when I wanted to see what our percentages were stat-wise compared to last year. And it wasn't I wasn't able to go back and see exactly what our cumulative stats were up to this point last year. It just, they don't really have stats like that. They just have game by game. So I just figured, you know what, I'll just go and see what our ending totals were for stats for last year and just compare it to where we are currently Um, just for, again, comparison purposes. So hopefully by the end of the year, we'll either be, you know, the same or at least improved, but there's a lot of areas where we at the moment can compare to last year at the end of the season. I mean, we're, we're down, which is, I mean, we still have more games to go, but. Okay. So field goal percentage last year, our ending, again, this is all at the end of the season. We were at 52%. For the whole season uh this year right now at this point we're at 46. not far off not far off not far off so we still have games left again so i mean we're down but hopefully that'll rise up by the end of the season uh three-point percentage some of these are almost dead on from last year so three-point percentage 
Last year was 33.7. This year is 33.8. Wow. About the same. Um, Last year, our free throw percentage was 68%. This year, 68%. (laughs) That one shocked me. That one shocked me. Um, Next one, blocks. These are all per game. Uh, Blocks, 3.5 per game last year. This year, 4.5 per game. So one one more block per game so far, which is good. Yeah, uh, good improvement. Steals per game. This one kind of, it's not far off, but we are down. Last year, at the end of the season, we were 9.5 per game. This year, 8.9. Rebounds. 35.8 per game last year. This year, 35.8 per game the exact same for rebound that one again wild um assists this one we're down as well 15.8 last year per game this year 14.9 per game again when we're off we're not off by much yeah we still have games left so fingers crossed we can improve upon this uh total uh turnovers how do you think we're doing so far turnovers compared to last year? I think we're higher. Last year, per game, 16.6 per game average. This year, 16.5. Did you think we were the dead exact same? I'm, I was shocked. That's shocked. Funny. I literally closed my eyes and I was like, I don't even want to look at the turnovers right now. But I'm I'm shocked. So at this point last year, or this point, this so this year to this point, we had 16.5 per game. We are literally point one smid lower than we were the whole of that. I'm just shocked. Really am. Mm-hmm. And then the last stat that was on there was attendance. So last year we had 11 home games and our average attendance was 990. Uh, this year, so far through 11 games, which was ironic that that was the number uh 1792 so we're up obviously because last year was covid year so which is nice right mm-hmm. so yeah so there, there we are and again that was from the end of the season last year versus where we are currently today um so there's still some games left there's still some time left to make up some of those points and those percentages and things like that um to hopefully have some improving in some areas but yeah, it's just wild that some of those stats are spot on the exact same. Spot on the exact same. So anyway. That is wild. <laughs> I thought so too. I thought so too. So anyway, let's roll right into our feats of strength. So the first one, yeah. I wrote down literally points and paint, the pips, holy shit. Uh, highest of the season, minus that Wiley College game at 56. Um Wow. 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 Wee woo. What? Wow. And I mean, I'm not surprised because we were in the paint like absolute gangbusters. I mean, comparing it to what their points in the paint were, I mean, they had 22 points in the paint. 22. Like we had twice more, more than double. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, few other things i mean and again i was i was in my brother's man cave watching this so trying to write points or trying to write notes was very difficult because i was literally we had three tvs going we had three t- my brother's man cave slash sports bar is literally 
the best bar in a 10 mile radius, I feel like, in the Woodlands. Just gonna throw this out there. So he has three TVs in his garage. One was one had our game on it, the other had Jackass on it. Um, we were watching clips from when it was me and my brother, my mom, my dad, my nephew, and then two two of my brother's friends, and then his wife, Beth. And we were all watching the game on one TV, clips from past jackasses on this TV, because Zach wanted to show mom clips of jackass so that she would like laugh and stuff. And then on the TV behind us, we had the GCU Mexico game on New Mexico state game, excuse me, New Mexico state game. And so we had three TVs rolling. So it was kind of all over the place. But anyway, so um, G was all over the place, especially in the paint. I mean, in a, in a good way. I mean, he had layups, 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 layups. And that is what we need from him. Every game. That is what we need. And I feel like up until this game, like he's had a few games where he's had, you know, obviously high point, but this has been the first game this season to me that he really, really, really put the team on his back and showed out. Yeah. And he do that every game. That's all we ask for. <laughs> Asking for much. Much. It's not much. It's really not. And he was getting absolutely manhandled down there in that paint, and he was still getting him in. Which again, why can't we do that every time? <sighs> JJP for three, big three, big, 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 big three. Um, big game, Dave with a three. Boy, boy. Um, I would like to note that on one of my one of my comments on my notes and, you know, earmuffs for any children listening. I literally wrote big, 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 big dick moves. Let's go up by six. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were making some big dick moves. Like we were, let's go. I mean, we were, again, it was such a close game up until that point when I wrote that note. And I was like, man, we're up by six. Yes. It's a sad day when you're excited. Um, Calvin, big slam, big. Oh, Calvin, I love him so. I that is your boy. I will let you talk about Calvin more if you want. Um, yeah, and another one of my notes was what we mentioned earlier about G with the free throws, just drastically improving on his free throws. I mean, if anything, that is the story. That is his story of this year. Is his free throws have just drastically improved. I don't know what happened. At the beginning of the season, they were looking rough. I don't know what clicked between then and now i don't know what it was but he has been just really really good on his free throw percentage he found his mojo on the free throws something something and i'm happy continue that please because again free throws they're free you, you gotta get them those could be the, the absolute critical thing from a win or a loss are those free throws and we've talked about that multiple times you know, if you look at the score, we're down by eight. Well, how many free throws did we miss? Probably more than eight. You know what I mean? On on whatever game you want to talk about. Yeah. Well, and especially for him, it's so important because he's kind of <clears throat> talked about it a million times. No, hardly any of the big men in our conference can really guard him. And they're going to foul him. So I feel like him making that nine free throws is what really pushed him over the hump to be high point in that like yeah. glorious of a fashion because 
there are so many times that if he just takes it straight to the bucket and gets fouled, that's just, that's just easy money. If, you know, if he can shoot hundred percent free throws, like he did the other night, we're not going to expect exactly. it every night, but it was no. amazing. No, exactly. Oh my God. Exactly. Literally. If he could just, if he could just go up every time and cause you're so right. He is one of the biggest guys, if not one of the big, like girth wise, width wise, maybe not height wise, but he is a big dude and one of the biggest in the conference. Nobody can block him and guard him if he does that all the time, you know? And I just, I want, I'm hoping he's, he's realizing this as we're going through the season and he's going to take more advantage of this because that's all he needs to do. Cause you're right. Literally no one can. So anytime he goes up with the ball, and not this double, triple clutch BS and just goes up with it. He did a sick reverse as well during the game. Sick reverse layup. Like if we just yeah. did that, if he just did that all the time, he's going to get fouled. Obviously. I mean, he was fouled multiple times during this game. Just do that. Just do that every time. Just, just do it every time. Again, not much to ask. Not much to ask. A uh, few other positives are that a we held them to uh, um, eight second chance points compared to our ten. Not a huge difference, but only got eight second chance points. Um, they had twenty nine rebounds to our thirty five, so we definitely stuffed them better down there in the paint. Um, and we also forced seven again. They had seventeen turnovers, and so did we. But again, anytime we can force double digit turnovers is a good night. Um, and then obviously the big ones for me too, were those two tech fouls on them as well. One team, one, and one on specifically, uh, Daniel Akin. So, uh, great, great night all around both on the court and, uh, getting that one tech. That was a team tech. I mean, they literally called it on the bench. Wish I knew what that was said. No, obviously, I wanted to know so bad. I would love to know what happened and what was said. I... Dennis, Gavin rocked. Certainly was his night. It really was. It was his night. It was his it was night, Dennis. Of the night. For sure. Um, let me check and see if there was anything else I wanted to mention. Another big thing, too, was that Trey Armstrong, um, yeah, he was – oh, he wasn't their high point. He was uh, second highest point with 16 points. But his his shooting wasn't the best. The only thing that was really good was his free throws. His th his three pointers were two of nine, and his field goals were three of fourteen. So not the best. Uh, not the best shooting night for Trey Armstrong there, one of the starters. Um, and then the other starter that had double digits. I mean, literally majority of the bench points came from uh, Chance Hunter. He had eighteen points total. So uh, yeah. So the score was tied nine times. I'm sorry. I read that wrong earlier. So the lead changed 15 times. I knew that the nine seemed too okay, Yeah, I was going to say it seemed Yeah, like yeah. So the score was tied nine times and the lead changed 15 times. This is, again, how we know this game was a wild game. Wild, wild game. I mean, nervous is anxiety-driven to say the least. So, yeah. Anyway, so those are my those are my goods. Those are the good goods. Okay. So my very first one has nothing to do with the game itself, but I was like interested that I saw the referees all had, because at first I thought it was just one of them, but then I realized they all had on pink whistles. 
Oh, I didn't notice that. I don't really know why. I don't know what the reason Coaches is. versus cancer. <laughs> but usually just for cancer, they don't do pink. Like usually pink is for breast cancer awareness month, which is October. So I don't. But no. while we were watching the Jacks game, before we turned on Jackass, we had on the AM game and they had on pink jerseys. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe each year they pick a different cancer for the coaches versus cancer, potentially. Potentially, potentially yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I thought that was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, first and foremost, you know, Gavin, our, our player of the night there. Um, mm-hmm. But another note I do want to make on that is that we had some great assist work to Gavin for those points in the paint all across the board. And that's like I have mentioned a billion times, like when we've talked about the like – walk up and Pinkney conversation. Yes. You've got to have, it's like, you can't have uh, the chicken before the egg or whatever. Or I guess that's not a good comparison because <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't have the points in the paint. If you don't have a guard giving an assist to get those points in the paint. So completely. Yeah. So I just thought it was a great overall effort. There were a lot of, a lot of great assists in there to him. Um, I mean, Case in point, 18, point, 18 assists. I mean, Jalen had six. Uh, Calvin had four. Great night with assists. I mean, that yeah. six from Jalen is just yeah. big, 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 a big. A lot. That's a lot. Um, okay, Day-Day with the rebounds. Oh, my gosh, 12 rebounds. He's such a good rebounder, and I love to see it. He um, is. He also had some great pick-and-roll moves to the bucket. Amazing. Okay, so I made my note on this game of what was getting me confused yesterday when we were talking about their individual stats. But they did mention during this game, the announcers said that he's third overall in the WAC on field goal percentage. So I guess it's Gavin, then someone else, then Day. Because wasn't he second on our team? I believe so, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's been so, a day. I forgot already. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I'm trying, what did you just say, man? That just that that sparks or the rebounds or the pick and roll moves. The rebounds, because half of those rebounds are his own are his own shot too. Like when he gets those offensive rebounds, he's following his shot and getting his own offensive rebound to try and get the putback. He is so good at that. He he does do that quite a lot. Almost any time that he misses a shot, which is not often. Because he has such a high field goal percentage, but almost any time he misses a shot, he's the one getting the rebound, um, or at least in contention for it. He's he's. Uh, I will say, I think a good part of that is uh, since since his field goal percentage is so high, I think that he has a really good feel right on release of if it's going in or not, mm. um, and if he feels the tiniest bit that it's off, he's crashing the boards immediately. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. Uh, Calvin played so great this game, offense and defense. Y'all know we talked about it the last game, the last episode, whenever we talked about his the individual stats. He played some great defense. Um, he had three blocks and two steals. Um, he had multiple dunks. Love to see it. Y'all, one of my favorite things to see in a game is a dunk. I mean, I know that might be a little bit like juvenile, <clears throat> But there's just nothing that gets you more hyped up than a good dunk. There's really yeah. not. Especially the one that 
Cal had where he literally, I believe it wasn't he like getting the rebound and it bounced back or something. And he literally came out of absolute nowhere. Just absolutely put everybody on post. Absolutely everyone. It was wild. Such a good dunk. A great dunk or a really beautiful three are like pretty much the two most exciting things that can happen during a game to really like get you hyped up. Um, so I'd love to see it. Uh, to see it. Like, like you said, JJP with that three uh, to tie us right before halftime. Amazing. I feel like he really does uh, come in clutch with, with his threes. Um, so that was nice. Uh, David had a great game. He had that three, like you said. He had several fast breaks. He had an alley-oop to Calvin for one of his mm-hmm. dunks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <clears throat> Calvin and David on that fast break after Day got the steal was an amazing play as well. So a little back and forth action. Um, that's my my list of strengths. I, just just a, again, real good team effort that night. Very much so. It was needed. Yeah, again, Gavin had high point and he was just absolutely crushing it down there in the paint. But like you said. He wouldn't be down there crushing it in the paint if he didn't have good assists from the guards and setting him up with the right shot. And you know what I mean? So it was just a great, great, great effort. And that's what we want to see. That's what we're capable of. We can absolutely dominate. Just got to do it. Yeah. Just do it, Mikey. You know what I mean? Just do it. So anyway, all right, let's move on to that section you love to hate. Here we go. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You. So anyway, let's... Can we talk about the announcers first? Oh, 100%. Yeah, no. Everyone... Can I just mention this really dirty innuendo from Dennis? Dennis said everyone pulled that one out. And I know that's not what you meant it to sound like, Dennis, but... Damn it, you just set me right up for a great joke. That's that is what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate um, it, Dan. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the first thing I have to say, and I alluded to this joke in the last episode, and Alex knew where I was going, but I didn't use it up yet. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I've heard a few announcers thus far this season pronounce his last name this way. It just wasn't as obvious as it was during this game. Dennis, anything for you guys. We appreciate it. Love you, Dennis, man. But yes, I've, I've heard like a tilting of the pronunciation to this little variation, but it's never, it's tilting. Been, never been so clear as it was in this game. But these announcers pronouncing Kinsmill, Ken Smeal was so weird. Egregious error. Ken Smeal. What is that? It's literally the easiest name. These announcers pronounced David Cackleries correctly, and then they're going to say Ken Smeal instead of Kinsmill? What? What is happening? I don't understand it. I really do not. I'm so confused. I have no answers for you on that. I-L, not M-E-A-L. I don't know how they got to that phonetic pronunciation. I don't know either, and I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't hear that because I had the announcers on literally almost mute. I did. I we didn't we didn't have it turned up in my brother's garage. I said, Mike, I, turn this shit down. I don't want to hear it. 
you literally have to go back and listen to it. I promise you they and they even pause in the middle. Ken Smeal. That is exactly how they said it. Oh, I believe you because people were tweeting about it all night. It was I mean, so weird. Everybody was- heard it and everybody was all ticked off. They're like, how, 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 how? Yet again, yet again, zero, zero preparation time. But it's like, this is- But how do you say Cackleries right? And then- Cackleries and you got Nana Antui Boisiaco rolling right off the tongue. And then you're going to say Ken Smeal? Like what? They got Nana's name right too? I just don't understand it. Like, how do you bust that one out? And then you say Ken Smeal. I just. Well, that's shocking. That's shocking that they literally spit out Nana's last name spot on and then completely butchered Gavin's. Did they call him Gavin or did they call him Gavin? I'm pretty sure they said Gavin. I think the. I don't get it. I think the Seattle game, maybe they said Gavin instead of Gavin. I'm not surprised about that either, to be honest with you. So, yeah. So big oof from the announcers. Big oof. Um, So the beginning of the game had me kind of worried because right off the bat, two big shots right off the start from CBU. I said the same exact thing, an immediate three and then an outside shot. And I'm like, here we fucking go. Here we freaking go. Mm -hmm. Literally, that was the first thing I wrote down. I wrote, ooh, we got the tip. But then I wrote, Jesus Christ, two big shots right off the start from CBU. I literally was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, horrible. Oh, I hate that. I hate that because momentum just boom out the door. We get the tip and then just lose momentum immediately because we're letting them, A, we didn't make a basket first, and then B, making them make two big shots. Boom, boom. <sighs> Anyway, I mean, and then in the beginning of the game as well, too, I was, again, shocked that we that we at least tied it up and came back within the first half and, and went into the half tied because yeah. we, were, we were just shooting up. Yeah. So snap threes again. At the beginning, I don't remember at what minute mark, but maybe like halfway through the first half, I'm, I'm shook that we ended up with a 49% field goal percentage because at the beginning of the game, we were shooting – 20% bricks. And I was just like, bricks, Jacks. Here we go again. Literally, I'm like, can I mean, is there anybody? And I'm not saying it was necessarily our big, it was just like, can anything go in this basket? Like, are we just immune to a net? I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah, Dennis, he goes, I'm still watching the most of you voted. You are the most devoted fan, Dennis. You are. Uh, I'm we're excited to see you again this weekend, buddy, for our ambassador assembly round two on tailgate. Can't wait. Can't wait. We're going to freeze to death, but that's okay. Probably so. Please bring your long johns. Um, Jacqueline, please bring your, your warmest coat. I'm going to bring my scarf and everything this time. I'm going to be ready. Okay, good. Um, also what is with the, what was with the lighting at GCU or at, at CBU? Sorry. Excuse me. CBU. What? I don't, I don't guess I noticed anything weird with it. So for on on our TV, I mean, I don't think it was our TV either because I think Matt and maybe a few other people said similar things, but it, the, the lighting just looked like it was so dark. You know how we used to turn off all the lights in the stands and just like the this court was lit up. That's what it almost kind of looked like. Huh. 
I don't know. It just weird. It just the lighting just looked weird to me, and I wasn't the only person that noticed it either. Um, Gavin, he man, he don't he don't, very beginning of the game, like he put his shoulder down and just boom, try to run over some hoes with a charm. <laughs> he did. Man, I was not pleased. <laughs> we we love the energy, but love the aggressiveness. Yeah, <laughs> but just. Just don't put your shoulder down. Like yeah. you're putting your shoulder down like you're playing football. Babe, you're, not a you're, you're not a running back and or a nose tap. You, I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, because as soon as you lower that shoulder, I mean, you just made the call for the ref. They don't even really. They don't have to look at anything else. The, the guy could be moving. He could be whatever. Nothing. You know what I mean? That guy could have flopped the absolute crap out of that. But as soon as you lowered your shoulder, like you were about to lower the boom on him. Come on. Uh, my next note literally says this. Man, we're clawing back in, but shit, we can't score for Dick. I said Dick a lot during this game, as you can see. Yeah, we were in trouble. We were. We were. I was like, man, we were getting reamed down below. Can we stop fouling? You know, just that very first half. Again, I'm I was just shocked that we were able to, you know, claw our way back in and 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 tie it up at the half because that first half was just not looking pretty, you know. And when we went into the halftime tied, I was like, well, it was it was a load off. It felt I felt really really good at the half because I was like, okay, like we're showing some fire, we're showing some spunk and some energy, but can we hold on? Because as we've seen throughout this season. It's been majority of the games, our second half has just not been great. There's only a few games, a handful maybe, where we've actually come out in the second half swinging. And I was really hoping this would be one of them. Um, and it was, which so it was good. It was it was really good in that respect. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I just kept writing, man, we're just committing too many fouls and having, you know, a bunch of stupid turnovers. Um, and then – some of the passes into the lane and into the paint, Gavin could have had way more points to be fair. Cause some of those passes into the paint to him just weren't the best, not a lot, but there was a few that were just very egregious. I mean, literally right to a CBU player out of bounds. I mean, you, you name it, it happened. Um, but yeah, big, big, big battle of a game. And uh, one other point, I think it was on the, on the stats. Um the one, I mean, obviously the biggest hole that we're missing, and that's a, that's what she said joke as well. Um, I mean, I just feel so bad for Trell because I know he's trying. But, I mean, 0 for 3, 0 for 2, at least he hit his free throws for his two points. But still. Yeah. Oh my, I just have to. I just feel so bad. And this is the only reason why it's a grievance is it's a grievance to the world. Cause I'm just upset because that boy has played so hard all season. And then to have a little stinger and hurt wrist and it's literally crushing him <laughs> to the point where he can't even, you know, shoot for, you know, shoot his threes or even shoot a pull up Jay successfully because of his stupid wrist. Oh, so frustrating. For, I mean, not obviously it's frustrating for us, but I'm sure, I'm only sure it's frustrating for him. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Just not the best. And then Nigel fouled out. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Got to clean that up. Um, and then David was almost about to foul out. He had four fouls. 
Um, everyone else was in the threes or the ones or the zero territory. So, I mean, ugh, I, I just wasn't wasn't pleased with the foul out there by uh, by Nigel. But what are you gonna do? Playing hard, playing like you're you know your ass is on fire. So appreciate the hustle, but man, we just we lost you for multiple games. We can't lose you for fouling out in a game. We just can't. Yeah, definitely don't want to at all. No, 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 not at all. So that that was about it for me. Yeah, it was it was too many fouls for me as well. Um, didn't like the slow start on the shooting, but mm-hmm. thankfully we we pulled it back up. Um, so that was nice. You know, I was really just so happy this game that we put forth such a good team effort and brought it back for a win. Me too. I really am only going to have a few little grievances on things that just happened to us more than stuff that we did wrong. Right. Well, why is David bleeding again? We literally talked about this in one of the last games. Like, this boy always is bleeding. What are these people doing to our boy David? We don't he has to have at least lost a pint of blood this season. <laughs> like, we do not want him to bleed his own blood. Quit making him bleed his own blood. Him and Calvin. Him and Calvin. Literally. Okay. So, the biggest bleeders. And I did not see Calvin bleed this game, but listen, y'all almost smushed my man Calvin in that big ass dog pile. And I was not happy about it. There were like five people on top of him. And he's, he's a little teeny tiny boy. Like he's, he's a little skinny boy. You can do that. He's, he a might lean, he's a lean dude. We don't need five people jumping on top of him. Like he's a little pole. He's not a big sturdy, like, Chubba Wubba, like he's a lean dude. So we don't we don't want people jumping on him five at a time. Chubba Wubba. <laughs> one person at a time jumping on our dude Calvin. Okay. For future references. The only person that's jumping on I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. Um no, no, no. Okay, and my last little grievance, this is something that we do, but and it's not it's not a big grievance. It's just something that frustrates me because it's not efficient. Um, but when someone is coming up and setting a screen for you and then you dribble the opposite direction of the screen. I'm just like, you just made this man waste his time on coming up here and setting a screen for you. And then you're going to dribble the opposite direction. So now you end up with two defenders on you instead of no defenders. Like just, and when you see it coming, I mean, I just don't get it. But yes, I don't like that. I, I know. I, I saw that as well. And I, I knew I saw you're going to come up and talk about that as well. So I was going to let you handle that. But it's just, it's just those little tiny things, you know? Uh, and again, we're being hypercritical because we're watching the game and we're watching it and we could see it all happen. And so we're making these notes about it. But when you look at it, the big picture, it was a good team win. It's a we great have- team win. I was so thrilled with it. Oh, me too. Like, I was nervous going into that game because just wasn't sure. Yeah, CBU hadn't won many games in conference um, really at all. And so I was just like, but you never know. Because yet again, I feel like every game against us is everyone's, like, big game. You know, it's like, Ugh. And so, I mean, everybody wants to beat us. That's just, I mean, obviously everybody has to win it. Everybody wants to win. Duh. But I feel like every time we play a team, it's like, ooh, yeah, we're we're their big game. That's just, again, the way the cookie crumbles. So um, 
just please as punch. We came out of a hostile, looked like hostile territory with the win. Um, and so that's what makes me so nervous about if it was that big of a battle against CBU and their student section was pretty, was okay. I'm just nervous as all get out for the GCU and New Mexico games. <sighs> me too. Me too. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get through it. Anyway, um, so one word to describe the entire game analysis. Jacqueline, go. Mine was thrilled. I was thrilled. It was. It was a nice, spread out mm -hmm. effort, success, win. Glad we got the dub. Mm -hmm. Did it. For sure. I, I, I agree with your assessment there. I like how you said spread out. I mean, you had three players in, in double digits with another with 12 rebounds. I mean, it was very, very well spread out. I, I agree. So my word was come back. Absolutely a comeback game. Needed it 100%. Couldn't go on a road trip and lose two in a row. That would be disastrous coming home with zero mojo and juice. I'm all, you know, I'm all about juice, 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 juice. We've got to be juiced up, um, especially when coming home and, and playing uh, another team that's ahead of us in, in the standings. I mean, we, we got to get a win versus Utah Valley. Got to get a win. So, um, I'm glad that we were able to do that and come back to the sawmill on Thursday with that win under our belt and with that good team win. It was a good comeback. We needed that pickup after that just wildly ridiculous showing in, in Seattle. Uh, it wasn't a horrible showing, but it wasn't the best either, which we had, you know, talked about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely needed that. So I was very, very pleased about that as well. Um, so good comeback, good comeback. Um, all right, so cool. Big weekend, big, big weekend coming up in Nacogdoches. So uh, first off, on Friday, we have, Jacqueline and I have our alumni board meeting. So we'll be in at, in town, and or I'm in town. She's coming in town and be at up, up at SFA pretty much all day on Friday. Well, and then Thursday, Friday, Thursday, for the game Thursday night. Oh, that's true. So you're yeah. coming in Thursday. For yeah. game Thursday. Oh, you coming? Oh, no. The game, the trivia, the game yeah. is during trivia. So, yeah. So first we have a game Thursday night at home. First oh, I can't believe I just flipped over that. 6.30. Student appreciation. Free pizza for you guys. Come out. Have a slice. Cheer for the Jacks. Have a slice or three. You know. Um, yeah. That'd be great. Wonderful. Student appreciation. Because we do appreciate you. We just need to come out more. Um, so, yeah, Thursday night, home game, 6.30, Utah Valley. Friday, board meeting all day. Friday night, uh, ambassador assembly, assembly meetup at Pints in the Pines at the brewery. Um, again, big weekend. We got that going on on Friday. Then we wake up pretty much most of the morning and a little bit in the toward, towards the afternoon. We'll be at SFA again with our ambassador assembly meeting and training from about eight, whatever in the morning till noon. And then at noon, we're doing some tailgate uh, over in the commuter lot before the game starts at two. And who are we playing? Dixie State, which will be soon Utah Tech. Correct. Um, which your warm clothes. It's gonna be chilly. <sighs> it will be. Which for me, I'm cool with because after a few, like after at least two beers, I, I start 
don't take this the wrong way. I start taking, not taking clothes off, but like if I have a sweater on. You start layering down. My, my layers will start peeling off because I just, I run hot. Like if anybody's cold, if usually if Jacqueline's cold, like she'll, she'll kind of sit closer to me and be like, mm-hmm, cause she, you know, she gets cold easily. Um, cause I just radiate heat, radi, radiate heat. Um, for my right now, Saturday, the low is 23. Wait, during the day. And the high is 49. Oh, I was going to say, holy shit. So I don't know exactly what it'll be at at noon, but probably. Okay. Well, hold on. I can, I can look at that. I got I got I can check that. So Saturday, high 49, low 23 around noon. It should be, it's going to be in the, in the forties. Yeah, like probably 11 o'clock, it's 40. One o'clock, it's 45. But the sun will be out, though. Yeah. At the moment, it's going to be mostly sunny. So that is the saving grace. If it was overcast and no sun, hopefully. Yeah. It would, it would, it'd be 49, but feels like 25. It's probably what it would feel like. Yeah. We're going to have two weekend tailgates of cold, cold tailgates. Oh, boy. Yeah. But again, at least it's not raining because those first few tailgates we got supposed to be clear and sunny. Knocking on wood. Currently knocking on all the wood because (laughs) ooh, because that first weekend, yeah, beautiful weather, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So hoping more of the same. All the rain's coming in on Thursday. So hopefully get that out of the way and be good to go for Saturday. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Another fun, exciting weekend. Also on Sunday, uh, our friend's band is playing at the brewery for their little practice session. Huffy and the paint fish, a hootie and the blowfish cover band. We got three of our friends in this band. So we (laughs) work. I'm excited to watch them. I don't know if you were planning on staying or not. I may try to make a trip back because I really need to come back Saturday night. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yes. See what happens. See what, see what happens. But anyway, so that's, what's coming up. Exciting, exciting stuff coming up. Um, Don't forget to continue to follow us on social media, Facebook, Insta, the Twitter sphere. We're all there. Also all of our podcasts are streamed and you could watch them over again live on YouTube. So that's also an option as well. Um, and of course, lastly, the thing we always mention we are those beautiful my plates. Um, so tired of seeing UT, AM, Texas Tech. So tired of seeing all those ugly, ugly, ugly other color license plates on the road. You know what I don't see a lot of, and I'm very happy about it, is Sam Houston plates. I don't even know if they have a plate design. I've never seen one. Never seen one. Ha. Anyway. Love cat fans. Where you at? Where you at, boy? Anyway, so always, 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 as with everything, there should always be more SFA plates on the road. Always. So why not make it something easy to do? SFA makes great money on every plate you could buy. You could get a one-year, three-year, five-year contract term. Even the one-year background only, so it'll still have SFA on it in purple. One-year term, it's $50. Fifty doll hairs. That's 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 chump change. Again, you don't go to Starbucks for a week or two. You know, maybe you don't eat out for a couple days, and there's your fifty dollars. Boom, right there. And that's one year. You get a beautiful plate for one year. You can always renew it too. Lovely. You already got SFA plates. Cool. Great. Guess what? You can easily turn those in and get your same personalized message 
on the new SFA purple plate. Um, it's easy. You just got to call customer service, 50 bucks, and boom, you get it directly shipped to your home. You don't like how much they are. I totally understand, man, $500, $400, that might be a lot for you. We get it. I'm broke. I'm a teacher. I don't make that much money. Totally get it. Uh, that's fine. You can do a layaway. You could do layaway over five months. And then once you're done paying those off, boom, get them sent to you, done. Go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. You could also get a $50 rebate. Takes only a few minutes. And you will make Sean Kennedy a happy man. And you'll be contributing to SFA Athletics. Yeah, you will. I mean, SFA gets... 95% of that fee when you renew. So if you renew a five-year plate, SFA gets nearly $400 every time you renew that. It's just a really, really easy way to support the teams. All the teams, all athletics. It's not just for basketball. It's right. for all of athletics. All of them. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, you know, I'm tired of all the big sports getting all the money. Wah, wah, wah. Get yourself some my plates. Easy yeah. way to help. Goes easy. into the General fun for SF Athletics. Bingo. Exactly. So, man, oh, man, excited for the games coming up, uh, especially on Friday and Saturday, or I'm sorry, Thursday and Saturday. Got to get used to the Thursday thing, um, which is wild because we have a Thursday game, and then we turn around, and then we have a Wednesday game coming up. Oh, the next week. Yeah, so I think our – so, again, we have a Thursday game this week, and then – Hold on, let me pull up the schedule. Why Why do you want to be difficult? So we have a Thursday game this week. And then on, uh, let's see here. Fe no. uh, February, February 16th is a Thursday game or Wednesday game. Okay, so not next week, but the next. Right, so February 16th is a Wednesday game. And that's actually going to be Greek night. So that's that'll be a good game, good game. Um, and then the Sam Houston game is a Thursday here. Um, I'm just seeing if there's any more Wednesday. And then there is a Wednesday game, but it's at New Mexico. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything else is going to be Thursday or Saturday. So either home or away, obviously. So good. I mean, we're coming down to the end of the season here, ladies and gentlemen. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine more games left. Well, nine more games, Jacqueline. And then off to Vegas. It's going to be here soon. Before you know it. Soon, soon, soon. Definitely. All right. Almost, it's a little bit after 7.30, so keeping it to an hour, at least an hour and two minutes. So, Again, we're excited for the weekend. We're excited if you're coming to the games this weekend, make sure you come over and say hello. If you're coming to the Ambassador Assembly, come over and say hello. You'll see us all weekend, our beautiful faces. Um, and we're excited to see you. We hope you have a wonderful night. Stay warm, stay dry this week. Make sure you stay safe on the roads. And as always, man, <laughs> some jacks. With Alex and Jax. Adios, amigos. <laughs> <laughs>